you're listening to Recruitment from Cannon Fodder, released in 1994 and composed by Jonathan Hare. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show this week, we used to call him El Caro back in the day. Now we just call him Frank. Welcome back to the show, Frank. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back uh, to the hello, show. Hello, governor. How is it? I didn't hear it. I'm Wait sorry. a second. You're not, you're not Sev. Thank God. <laughs> Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcast or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. It really does help out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing. And if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continue to listen to the episodes as they upload each week. Works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexax and Zadku. So, yeah, this is a treat this week, man. It's been over a year since you've been on the show, potentially longer. Yeah. I can't remember the last episode you and I did together. I should have fact-checked that, but as we all know, I tend not to do that, so we'll do it live while I talk. Um, <laughs> obviously, the show has gone under quite a few changes since you last left, so uh, first of all, are you still listening? I am still listening. Big shout outs to Bedroff. What up, dude? Uh, yeah. I, I love what you add to these, you know. God knows it's way more than I add. I just bring the thunder, but you bring the facts. <laughs> you bring the 
craziness, man. So it hasn't been it hasn't been quite a year yet. It looks like you were on um, the Hub World episode with me. So you and I were still doing it together as of November of last year, which makes sense because we were doing Sunset Strip at the same time. At least we tried to. Damn, I couldn't go a whole year. Um, no, no. Every time I think I'm out, you bring me right back in. I know, I know. I got you back in before the year was up. So November 14th. No, no, sorry. November 21st would have been your last appearance on the episode until today, which is pretty cool. I'm glad you're back. And the reason that you're back today, obviously, Bedroth and I tend to be on a a one week off, one week on schedule in terms of recording together. So this is a very special episode this week, as you could probably already tell by clicking on the link. Um, It's our fifth anniversary. We've been around for five whole years, and what better way to celebrate than to bring uh, to bring you back, Frank? What better way? And on a holiday, Happy Prime Day, Happy Rusev Day, or Happy Miro Day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is Prime Day today. Is the day of our recording, July twelfth. It is a two-day event now. Uh, also, July thirteenth. Are they going to have different deals tomorrow? Do you know? Is it like all the same stuff? I have no idea. All I know is I could say a sentence I've never said in my entire life. I spent one hundred and twenty dollars on Barbies today. Oh wow. No, come on. You 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 could say that sentence. You've said it before, I'm sure. I bet you I have. I spoiled the hell out of these kids. I thought you meant just for yourself. That's a different kind of Barbie. She costs away a lot more. And they take air, right? I think the new ones are like pneumatic with like hoses and stuff. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's the, I, yeah, I do you miss, know, I, you I know, miss that. Talk from Bedroth, right? I, I miss that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> you and I just kind of just, you know, com- comedic going off one another. I do miss that aspect sometimes. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a really fun episode because we're going to be celebrating the five years of BG Mania. We are going to be talking about some fun memories, I'm sure. Hopefully. I, I really don't know. Nothing's planned out ever. Um, but most of the music today is all stuff that we've played previously on the podcast. Uh, did I look up which episodes they came from? Nope. But that's okay. I know which I know which ones mine came from. So we got some, you know, Frank's tidbits or whatever the hell they were called. Or yeah, t- Tank's tidbits back then, back in go. the day. Or we, we used to call them something else too. They oh, Frank liner, facts. No, liner liner notes. notes. Liner <laughs> notes. Mm-hmm. Liner notes. Yep, that's what they were. But um, all but two, maybe three tracks have been played on the uh, the podcast in the past. I have a block of three later on. Bedroth has a block of three coming up here. Frank obviously has a block of three mixed in somewhere in the middle of the show. Uh, and we actually have a block of three from one of our longtime listeners and, and someone that I likely will be getting some artwork done from in the future uh we'll have some some tracks from her a little bit later on but Rob and, oh i said her who uh, i said leafield the guy who does uh deadpool oh no no no, no. I, 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 I can just see a rippling muscle picture of you and kyle with lots of little pockets mostly kyle dude, dude. well he is pretty jacked man he is pretty jacked but no her name's melissa um, she was going to, she, you know, reached out a couple years ago, actually, and wanted to do some artwork for the podcast and potentially the brand. Um, and I just didn't have the money, but I will have the money someday. <laughs> and when I do, I'd love to get some stuff done because her art style is really cool. Check her out on Instagram, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. So the opening track 
What, oh, and as per usual, Frank and I are quite gone, so hopefully everything on the episode makes sense today. Um, the opening track was my first submission to the anniversary celebration. Bedroth has the closeout later on. But this track, I actually remember, Cannon Fodder, uh, the recruitment music, came from our Amiga episode part one way back in the day. I think we did that in 2019. Ooh, season one. Well, there was no season. We don't do seasons. Um, sure we do. There's, you know, Rocktober and... Oh, we do. Well, we do. Those are a little more like themes, right? Or okay. something like that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't call them seasons. They could be called something else, though. Um... But yeah, we did part one and part two for the Amiga music in the same year. There was like a eight or nine month gap between the two episodes, but we had so much fun putting together that first playlist. We had to go back and, and revisit the, the format. Um, this music, and I'm, and I'm glad I chose to open with this one because to my knowledge, I didn't, and you and I were talking about this, I didn't bring, and you also didn't bring anything from our Emotions of Sadness episode, which... I did. Did you? Of course I did, Brian. What, what kind of returning best friend of all time would I be if I didn't bring you a, a track from our emotional episode? Okay. Well, I'm glad you did because I didn't, but that is still one of our, you know, top listened to That's why, I did, to that's why I did it, man. But I did it for the listens. Come on. Yeah. Top, one of our top listened to episodes on the show and also our longest podcast episode still to date for BG Media. Why am I glad you know, we used to actually do these on video? Boy, am I glad we didn't wear masks. Uh, yeah, I didn't wear that for I wear my mask. I used to wear a mask well, we, like an idiot. We never, <laughs> did, we never did BG Mania on video. We did, or, or did at least, or at least, or, or if we did, maybe we had the camera on just so we could see each other's reactions. I think we, we I think we had the camera on to see each other's reactions to the but, music. But, we, but, but we, for that episode, if you guys remember, it's been a while. But we actually had the cameras turned off because we knew we were going to be crying. That does make sense. I remember that. Yeah, it wasn't actually for. Um, it wasn't for a video podcast, but yeah, we did turn the cameras off for that episode for that particular reason. We absolutely did. I remember that now. Yeah. Memories. This track to me could have fit in that episode for sure. Uh, it, it is very emotional and has always made me kind of tear up listening to it because of the nature of the game, right? Being this like war type of a game, the name of it. I remember we talked about this, but the name of it actually being cannon fodder, which is kind of sad when you think about, right? That's the, 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 the frontline guys who are going to die. Yeah. It's kind of sad when you think about it. And the name of this track is recruitment, right? Like everything ties together, but it is a, a really beautiful piece of music from the, uh, the Amiga and was composed by Jonathan Hare, which, man, I just really love this so much. And I think because I will have a track later on in the episode that I tend to bring every time I'm allowed to replay tracks because it is one of my favorite video game compositions of all time. You're going to play um, Still Alive again? No, that would be you. And you didn't bring anything from Portal today, which is kind of shocking. I actually thought you might bring something from Portal today, but you didn't. Oh, Brian, my alternates list are all heavy hitters as well. Nice, nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think this track has only been played once in the past, and I just wanted to really appreciate it, man. It's quite good. Quite good. But 
All right. Well, what do you say we uh, jump into our first block of three tracks on the episode today? These are all from Bedroth. I think you're going to enjoy this block, Frank. I I'm, I'm, have the ability to look ahead. And yes, I'm absolutely going to love each and every one of these songs. Yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, the first track we're going to listen to is actually a submission from you back in the day on an episode of Radio Hour. Frank pick me and pick my bedroth. I take back every mean thing I said about you today. Yeah, this is definitely from you, 100%. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. This this track is absolutely submitted by you. So to kick off this block, we're going to take a listen to The Legend of Daryl from Super Daryl Deluxe, released April 10th, 2018, and this was composed by Adriel Gennett.
Next up in this block, we'll be taking a listen to Big Blue from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Released April 28, 2017, composed by Ryo Nagamatsu, Atsuko Asahi, Shiho Fuji, and Yasuaka Iwata.
Last up in this block, we'll be taking a listen to Hyrule Castle, the inside and outside remix from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Released March 3rd, 2017, composed by Manaka Kataoka.
coming back in, we are talking about The Legend of Daryl from Super Daryl Deluxe. A game that, like I mentioned, Frank, you actually brought to the episode, uh, or an episode of Radio Hour way back in the day. Long time ago. Super fun game, too. I mean, the whole soundtrack, if you remember, is just awesome. Dude, it's so good. I, I mean, you made me fall in love with this soundtrack by introducing it when you did. And... I still have not played this game, really. I know you finished it, but I still have not really played this game. I'm sure it'll eventually come out on Game Pass or PlayStation Super Ultra Plus, whatever they want to call it. Is it on? Um, is it actually on console or is it just on PC? I don't even know, to be honest. That's I, I play crazy. on PC. I have no idea. It is on. It is on console, actually. It's on PS4, Switch, and PC, according to the YouTube video, but that was like four years ago. So it could be on Xbox by now. I'm not 100% sure. Um, it's pretty cool, though, because Bedroth actually introduced me to the band that the, like, the singer we're hearing there, he actually introduced me to the band that he's from called Burn the Ballroom, and they're actually really dope as well, from Washington, D.C. and Nashville, Tennessee. Um, they're a really cool band that, if you like this, you would love that band, for the most part. Same, oh, same kind of music? Uh, similar, yeah similar it's not as rocking i guess because this is you know leans heavily into that electric guitar um and more comedic route to the vocals but their band it, it, you know takes a more regular approach to the vocals um okay. <laughs> yeah super super good band that i that i listen to pretty frequently now but it doesn't get much better dude than this sound and this track it's so strong I love it so much. I'm glad Bedrath, this is one of his picks. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. And just like most great songs, it starts with an eagle screeching. Gotta love that. Dude, yeah. You gotta love that. Heavy usage of the synth in the middle of the track. Oh, dude, it's so good. Such a good track. So 80 sounding. And everybody knows you and I both love that sound so much. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we tried doing a podcast called Sunset Stripped where we uh, just played glam rock from the 80s and more that modern Google media, scene. shut us down. Nobody shut us down. We just couldn't do it. Yeah. God knows I never have time to do anything anymore. Four hour podcast that we tried to do like every other week. There was, it was a good idea and it's still a good idea. Our episode, the only episode we ever posted has a ton of plays, dude. Way more than I thought we would get on that. Like hundreds. I'm I'm actually shocked. I wish we would have kept it going. We just didn't have time. (laughs) I knew it was a good idea though. We should have played some Disney songs, and we got some cease and desist. We'd have had thousands of views. Dude, I don't want any cease and desists. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's good enough we get to skate by without the cease and desist from Nintendo for playing their music on the podcast. For now. For now, exactly. And speaking of Nintendo, let's go ahead and uh, talk about that next track, the middle one that we listened to there in that block, Big Blue from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I don't remember what episode we played this on. I know we have. May have been one of the Mario Kart episodes, in all honesty. Uh, Still not my favorite, right? My favorite still is Mario Kart 64, but still one of the better Mario Karts to ever release is Mario Kart 8. I play play Mario Kart all the time. It's my niece's favorite video game. Uh, I let them beat me, uh, so if they ever do listen to this, uh, I've been throwing every game, because otherwise I would wipe the floor with these little kids. (laughs) That's the Frank I know. I know when you told me you let them, you was like, man, they lapped me on Baby Park. I was like, how, dude? I drive backwards sometimes. Okay, pretend you don't realize it. Or or I'll, or I'll, I'll zoom ahead a whole lap so they can get some good items and just let them wreck me. Give them a sense of accomplishment. 
But you know, the, 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 world, the world's not like that. The world's going to crush you, kids. I will crush you yeah. soon. You're going to have to start, you know, teaching them the, the, the way things work. You can't always get what you want. Nothing's ever going to be easy, right? Uh, life sucks, and then you die, basically, sort of a thing. Wow, that's kind of bleak. These are, these are my nieces. How dare you? <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun episode. This isn't some fifth anniversary. You guys are talking about death and dying. Oh, man. I love this piece of music. Big Blue, one of my favorite compositions from F-Zero in general, but this particular take on it, dude, Bedroth really went heavy in the electric guitar there for the uh, for the first two picks of his block, but this one also has like some amazing horns and just other instrumentation in the background. Such a good piece of music, man. Such a good piece of music. I Honestly, I was impressed with all three picks. Uh... Big Blue is one of my favorite tracks in Mario Kart. It's my niece's least favorite. It's one of mine favorite, too. Uh, But then again, she's going to be six soon and knows nothing of F-Zero or Captain Falcon or anything like that. So we might see F-Zero again. Did you actually see the news story? I think it was a few weeks ago. Um, Uh, Of the investor? Yeah. Well, it was a fan (laughs) that literally bought like 40,000 or somewhere between 40,000 and $100,000 worth of Nintendo shares just to get into the investor meeting to ask about F-Zero. You gotta respect the hustle. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, man, and I really do hope Nintendo goes back to it. It, it. it is such an amazing series that really shouldn't have died off the way that it did. It's so good. And especially if we get more music like this. Do you have $80,000? No. Why? What are you looking to invest in? Mother 3? Uh, Mother 3's coming, dude. One day. Yeah, One so, day. Is, so, so is the new Kid Icarus game that's never going to happen. Well, you didn't like Uprising, so they, they they gave up on the franchise after you didn't like Uprising. Damn it, I ruined it for everyone. You did, you did, because you didn't like that game, right? That, that is I, your I didn't, I didn't like it, no. I thought so. Great soundtrack, though. We've played quite a few tracks from the <laughs> very, very good, Uprising very good soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, it's full of, full of heavy hitters and amazing composers. And then the last track that Bedroth brought for us for this particular five-year anniversary celebration. Dude, I can't I can't believe we can say that. I didn't, you know, I kind of hoped, right, when we started this podcast back in uh, 2017, that we would make it to five years. And we did. We did. This is episode number, we're closing in on 250. This particular episode is 243. Like, that's pretty damn impressive. We have catch up to The Simpsons and we're set. How many episodes do they have total? I have no idea. Because they're still going, right? Like, they're still making new ones. So, are, are, like are, are, are they? Are they? Aren't they? Pretty sure. I, not, I fell off somewhere in the 728 Simpsons episodes, so you got a ways to go, Brian. Oh, yeah, we got, we got we got several hundred to go. Like, we'll probably never catch them because I don't know that they're ever going to stop. Like, there's just no way unless we start putting out an episode a day, and I'm, I can't I mean, do that. That means you have to just keep on cranking out. Who cares about work? I have to keep the music playing and keeping it loud. <laughs> Something All like right. that. You, you win. <laughs> Something like that. In- input the Yuzo Kashiro saying the closeout for us here. Um, <laughs> this particular track is Hyrule Castle, the Inside and Outside remix. So this is actually a remix of the Inside and Outside music of Hyrule Castle from Breath of the Wild. You and I were talking, man. Breath of the Wild 2's got to be next year. And at least I would hope so. Listening to this music here, I just I, I'm so ready for that game. I can't wait to play it. It's it was it's the best game on Switch. I, I said it. Okay, there are no fans or butts about it. It's fight me. Fight me I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. But it's probably one of the 
more enjoyable games I've ever played on the Switch, I would say, just off the top of my head. Nothing better. Yeah, there could be. There could be. But I don't I don't know for sure. Breath of the Wild is pretty magical. My favorite Zelda? Nope, that's still Ocarina of Time. But um, definitely a really good Zelda game that had a very unique soundtrack, right? Like, not very traditional Zelda sounding in a lot of areas and pieces of music. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, flighty stuff as well, like, for, like I guess it's Rafali's area. I can't believe I remember his name. Wow. Well, you're going to need to know it for Breath of the Wild 2. Well, that's true. You need, to, you need to play through the original and collect all the golden poops again, so that way you're good to go for Breath of the Wild 2. It's, ne- it's, it's, it's never going to happen. If, if they have Korok sees this time around, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> They better, have something on, they better have something on there that reads my game save and it's like, okay, wow, Frank, you're a real G. You don't have to look for him this time. It's going to be something different. It's going to be like collect 2,000 strands of Link's hair or something like that. And you'll go out looking for every strand of hair you know, on, the, you on know, the game. You, you know I will. I know you will. I know you will. And you'll find them all. You'll find the one that's hidden behind a, behind some bush somewhere. It'll be the only game I play for like two years because that's the way I am. I walk in like an idiot. Yep, you do do that. Um, music <laughs> see I knew you were gonna say that I did that on purpose I had to lip, I had to slip that in there <laughs> oh man all right well I I wish Bedroth could have been here he was gonna try to record a little bit of like just something right just to include in the episode but I don't think he had time uh so we so we won't be hearing from him on the episode today which does make me a little sad since he's been on here with me for the better part of this year and really like I said bringing BG Mania back to life because I was having a hard time doing it on my own and trying to keep this show going so he definitely breathed new life into this podcast and is one of the driving reasons that it's still going right like I was falling off I was falling off if not for Bedroth this would be a a full adventure so I salute you sir this would be more like a funeral episode as opposed to a, a celebration I guess you can bring, you know, you can bring me back for the funeral episode. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to play well, a lot of Smith's tracks. <laughs> I'll bring you back for that for sure. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Okay. Well, yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want Morrissey to shut us down for my bad singing. No, let's not do that. But what we should do instead is go ahead and jump to our next block of three tracks these three tracks were all submitted, like I said, by one of our listeners of the podcast. And she is in the Discord server as well. And again, like I said, she is on Instagram. You guys should go check her out. Instagram.com forward slash Golden Coyote, G-O-L-D-E-N-C-O-Y-O-T-T-E. Her name's Melissa. Um, her artwork is, is really unique and really freaking cool. I've always kind of dug it after... I found out about her and she introduced herself to me, like I said, a few years ago. So um, go check her out. But she actually submitted a ton of tracks, right? I think there was upwards of 10 or so that she had submitted. Quit being greedy. In terms of, well, no, that wasn't all for, for this particular episode. It wasn't all for this particular episode. I will, I will reuse some of these for like upcoming radio hours and stuff because everything, well, unless we've played them. But I know she submitted a lot of unique stuff but from what I remember looking at the list. Um but was also the only person to actually send in anything to be played on this anniversary episode on the most recent episode that Bedroth and I did together, the Acoustic Vibes episode. I 
put out the call to arms, so to speak, for people to send in stuff that they wanted to hear on the anniversary episode. And I get it. I only gave people like less than a week to do that. But um, Melissa did send some stuff in. So I picked three tracks from that list that I'm pretty excited to have included in this five year anniversary celebration. So to kick things off, let's go ahead and take a listen to Delfino Plaza from Super Mario Sunshine. This released on August 26th, 2002, and it was composed by Koji Kondo in Shinobu Tanaka. Coming up next, we'll be taking a listen to Mine from Sayonara Wild Hearts, released September 19th, 2019, composed by Daniel Olson and Jonathan Eng.
Last up in this block, we'll be taking a listen to China Theme, the industrial version from Civilization VI, released October 21st, 2016, composed by Jeff Knorr. Coming back in, we are talking about Delfino Plaza from Super Mario Sunshine. I love this piece ago. of music, 20 man. 20 years right? ago, man. Isn't that stupid? Isn't that just so stupid? Like, 
<laughs> dumb. I hate I, I, I can't even fathom that. Like, I feel like I just played this game. Yeah, I vividly remember playing this game back on the GameCube in the day, and um, you and I were talking about while listening to this track how it recently released on the Switch as part of that Super Mario 3D All-Stars pack, which you own. And, I own uh, I haven't played it, but I should play it, because just hearing the first little beats of the song, I was like, God, I love Sunshine. You need to go back. Yeah, you said you told me you were playing the Bowser's Fury part of uh, the... 3D, what's the name of that one? 3D World? The, all, 3D the remake World of that, or re-release of that, I, yeah. Yeah, so I beat that, now I gotta beat the, the other half, the Bowser's Fury. Yep, definitely do. I love this, the the sound in this particular track, though, that, like, islandy feel. I know, obviously, Sunshine leads heavily into that for its, uh, for its soundtrack and just vibe that it goes for, but it's just so... And you know what's funny? This, this episode, or not this episode, this track could have uh, probably fit on last week's episode, the acoustic vibes acoustics yeah yeah with the acoustic guitar there you know obviously it's joined by some other instruments throughout the track but that acoustic guitar does persist throughout the entire track and is probably the the most important instrument of this particular piece of music so definitely would have fit on last week's episode i'm curious if we will uh, see another mainline Mario game for the Switch. I don't think we will, in all honesty. I have a feeling the next mainline Mario game will be saved for whatever comes next, because whatever comes next is probably right around the corner. And it'll still be two generations behind the current consoles. That's right, I said it! That's the Nintendo model, man. That's the <laughs> Nintendo model. Hey, it does pretty well for them. Look how well the Switch has been selling, right? It does pretty uh, well I mean, I still play it, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Delfino Plaza, I remember which track, or man, I can't talk, right? But that's... Was that, was that for the Island episode? Par for the course. Not the Island episode, no. It was actually from our Sunshine Spotlight episode. Okay. Remember we, yeah, that remember we did, like, one of the things we started when we first started doing BG Mania, we had, like, um, every other couple weeks, we would either do a Mario episode, a Zelda episode, or a Final Fantasy episode. And we would focus on a couple games each episode until we got to like the bigger releases and we would focus on like one game each. But um, the Sunshine episode, I think, was partnered up with Mario 64, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine in that particular episode. But that's the, the episode this track is from that I remember. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it would have been that uh, pretty... That was so many years ago. How can you expect us to remember? Yeah, true, true, true. I know. And uh, I can't remember anything right now. I can't even talk right now. Um, I'm having a hard time putting sentences together. Maybe you should stop doing drugs, Brian. Why would I stop? Yeah, really. Who did? That's for quitters. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, a really, really excellent piece of music that I'm so glad Melissa sent in and submitted because it is mine from Sayonara Wild Hearts. Which, no, it's Melissa's pick. No, I know. But the, the track is called Mine. Oh. You get it? It's just called Mine. Um, the studio behind Sayonara Wild Hearts actually just announced a new game during that um, Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes is their next game, and I'm really looking forward to that. But Sayonara Wild Hearts, if you remember, is actually an episode that we did, and I think it may have been a solo episode, actually, but it was one that we spotlighted after I had played and finished that game because the soundtrack to this game is just so freaking strong, dude. It is so good. Daniel Olsen did such a great job with the soundtrack. I want to say, yeah, you played the game, you were so inspired that you went ahead and did a bonus episode by yourself. 
Just because you had I to have it out there. I think that yeah, because I think that's when we were doing. We were trying to do bonus episodes like often, maybe once a month back then. But we were trying to do them often. Man, we had so much ambition back then. Not so much anymore. No. Although, although I mean, we're doing bigger and better things now, right? Look at our interview episode with Yuzo Koshiro. One of the best episodes of BG Mania ever. I don't think you could have pulled that off, Frank. Bad Drath had to use his special powers for that. I could have gotten a Stanhausen for like 85 bucks. Yeah, on Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Which you did do for our 150th episode. Was it 150? I want to say it was It was a big one. Yeah, I think it was 150 where you actually went ahead and got uh, Nolan North and Troy Baker. <laughs> Which was pretty crazy. In all honesty, didn't one of them say keep the music playing and keep it loud? Yeah, I think they might have. Pretty sure it was Troy. I think it was Troy. Pretty sure it was Troy, which was really freaking cool. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I can never get enough of the Sayonara Wild Hearts soundtrack. So when I saw this on the on the playlist that she had submitted, I knew I had to pick this one, and it was another one that we had played, which is something that I was going for for this particular episode. So more than happy to oblige playing this one again because it is so freaking good. And then the last track from this particular block that Melissa had submitted is, right, it's so good. This is definitely my favorite new submission on the show today. And again, there isn't that many new things on the show today outside of like the remix of Breath of the Wild, this, and then you have a, a remastered cover version of a song that we have played a cover version of before on the show. <laughs> But those That's are right. the only, uh, <laughs> you leave it to Frank. Those are the only th- uh, three new pieces of music, but I'm not going to lie to you, man. I think this might be outside of like one of the tracks I have, which will always be one of my favorite video game pieces of music. As I said earlier, this is maybe my favorite thing we're going to play on the show today. This is so good. It's one of the best things you're going to hear on the show today. It absolutely is. I still, think, absolutely I, I, is. I still think I picked the best one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, this is the China theme, uh, the industrial version from Civilization Six. I don't know why. I I didn't think a, a track from Civ was going to be any good. But if I remember back, there's a lot of good tracks from Civilization that we've there's played. A, yeah, there's a ton of good music buried in the Civilization soundtracks. This composed by Jeff Noor. Um, this is based on the folk song Moli Hua, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, you might be familiar with. You tend to be familiar with some of these obscure things, but I, I honestly am not. It sounded a little bit like the classic folk song Sukiyaki, but it's that's just the fact that it's the, the, the way that uh, that that I want to say it's a Chinese guitar. I don't know the name of the, the, the instrument. Yeah, that's I playing couldn't it. tell you. I couldn't um, tell you. But, but it, it just I think it just sounded like that because of the way that instrument sounds in general. Right. Mo Li Hua is a Chinese folk song from the. Um, Jingnan region of China and it dates back to the 18th century and it was actually used for the 2004 Summer Olympics the 2008 Summer Olympics the 2010 Shanghai Expo opening ceremony and the 2011 uh, Chinese protests for something I don't know what these protests are for Uh, uh, also as the Baifang family theme in Avatar The Last Airbender no I don't think so yes is it Yes. You're just making that up? How, how would I make something up that random, Brian? I don't even watch Avatar. <laughs> because that's what you do. I don't know where you got that information from. The first, com- <laughs> the, the first comment on the YouTube video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That makes sense now. That makes sense now. I was say, I don't know where that information would have came from. I, I usually you do just make stuff up. That's what you do. You just spit out facts that aren't really facts. That's for, that's a game that we play with the listener that lets them go fact check me. Just gives us something to do. Be like, what did he say this episode that is completely not true? Because there's got to be several things in there somewhere. <laughs> The traditional Chinese instruments, though, that you mentioned earlier, man, they, they really are a shining star at this piece of music. And, and like I said, this is absolutely going to go down probably as my favorite thing that we play on the show today just because it is new and unique. But I wasn't expecting this either. Like, I'm blown away by this track. I really am. Can't believe you make me follow that. You kind of suck, Brian. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm excited to get to this next block because this is the block that you brought to the episode today. Uh, All three of these, like I said, have been played before on the show, except for one, which theoretically has been played twice on the show. Uh, And the the cover version that this is a remastered version of has been played before on the show. I do remember that. But let's go ahead and kick to Turban Jazz from Aladdin. This released on November 11th, 1993. Wait, you have two games that released on November 11th in the same block. How about that? Released on November 11th, 1993. Composed by Tommy Tallarico and Donald Griffin. Thank you. 
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Next up, we'll be taking a listen to Way to Fall from Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, released November 17th, 2004, composed by Harry Gregson Williams and Norihiko Hibino.
Last up for Frank's block is The Dragonborn Comes from Skyrim, a cover version, released November 11th, 2011, performed by Maluka. back in we are talking about turban jazz from the sega genesis version of aladdin frank you brought this a long time ago this was my very first radio hour pick of all time from radio hour one yeah pretty special you know if you're for, for our anniversary we gotta take it all the way back to the old school because i'm an old fool from the old school that's what there it is um <laughs> so they rhymed school with each other twice of course that's how all terrible rappers are (laughs) 
Oh, man. I wonder if anyone actually still goes back and listens to those old episodes, because I can't. I can't no, listen to them. No, Our no, audio no, quality just, is so bad. It's so bad. I mean, there, there's definitely a, a passion behind some of those episodes. You know, like it was, I was just starting, but yeah, our, our audio quality sucked. And was I, was wearing a, I was wearing a mask for an audio podcast. For- <laughs> So stupid. Yep, no, no honestly, stupid. honestly, what we used to record like like four to six hour blocks. I couldn't wait for BG Mania because it was the one time I could rip my mask off. And it was always the last. It was always the last one we did because we would a lot of times there because we always tended to record on Saturdays back in the day, and we would start at like sometime between eleven a.m. And, and noon my time. It was also your time at the time because you lived in New York. Um, on on the island of Long. Yeah, make me it rotten hell now. Long live Colorado. Oh no, Li represent. I was nope. I was giving you time to do it. Okay. Nope. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, the, the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup, so I'm definitely rallying behind Colorado. <laughs> but we would start at like 11 a.m. with max level, and then we would do our wrestling podcast at the time, the Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, right after. And then we would end with BG Mania. So those recording sessions would go, man, upwards of about eight hours every Saturday. So you had that mask on for five hours usually. Constantly had had to launder those masks. They got friggin' funky. (laughs) I'm sure they did. (laughs) I'm sure they did, man. I I can't, I, I, I wouldn't think otherwise. Um, this is such, speaking of funky, this is such a funky track, dude. I mean, it's, it's instantly takes me back. Like, this was, I was telling Brian, we were listening to this. I don't know if I had the, the Sega version or if I had the Super Nintendo version. Two completely different games. But uh, I had one and the girl next door had the other. And we would constantly be swapping them back and forth. You swap anything else? No, no, I was such a good boy. <laughs> oh, man. I love Aladdin. Like, the, well, the video game, right? I mean, I'm not a big Disney movie fan. I do want to change that. Um, I still have ambitions to, like, sit down and watch all of the Disney animated films one day on Disney+. Plus. But will I ever do that? Probably not. Still something I want to do, though. Who has the time? I want to I wanna watch them all in timeline order, right? Like, not timeline order. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, release date order. So, like, I want to start... And I don't want to go all the way back, right? I'm not going back to, like, bed knobs and broomsticks and stuff, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did, did, did you knock on Angela Lansbury's classic? <laughs> but I want to go... Um, and I, I actually will go farther back if I ever do do this, because, um, you know, Cinderella obviously was well before that time, so... Um, but I don't know if I'll ever have a chance to actually do that. It is something I'd like to do, though. You should. Disney Plus is a great platform. Not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet, but I do have access to it thanks to you. It's what, it's what I do. Yeah, you. Have, for some reason, you pay for everything, like subscription-wise. Like, you have a subscription to everything. I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, dude, that's a great song. Don't want to fall asleep. I, I like Aerosmith. Not their best song, though. Not their best song, but it is a good no, that, song. That's that, no, their best song is Love in an Elevator, okay? Love it up when it's going down. I think their best song is amazing. I can't argue that one. I love that one, too. That one, that one actually we play on the emotional episode as well, because that one made me cry. Yeah, and speaking of that emotional episode, the middle track that you brought happens to be from that episode. 
And I I would say that I was getting a little emotional listening to it again. I'll say that. Yeah, much. Man, end credits song definitely brings me back. Uh, it made me cry last time. This time I knew it was coming, so man, I knew it was coming last time. Still got me. You knew it was but, uh, yeah, I was gonna say you submitted the playlist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it has a very Radiohead kind of sound to it. It's not Radiohead. It's uh, another group whose name I've lost. Brian probably has it. I don't actually. Um, I had it right here. Uh, Star Sailor, um, who are like a, a, a British post Britpop group. And it's uh, a, a really good piece of music, too. Like, I know we talked about it during that emotional episode. Um, and, and I don't think you mentioned the Radiohead thing before. But after you said that, I can definitely hear it, right? Like, this track has some strong creep vibes to it in the way that it's put together, I think. And they're both groups from the same era, too, so... That makes sense. They're both, they're, they're both British groups from that era, so yeah, that makes that sense. Makes, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, super emotional, man. I have a feeling we will do, a, like, a part three to the Emotions of Sadness series eventually. Uh, Bed again, and I funer- just again out- the funeral episode. The funeral episode, exactly. That's the ultimate sadness. <laughs> Um, you know what? Funeral music. You and Bedrock get on that one. I'm going to put that on the list because I wonder... Because speaking of funeral music... <laughs> speaking of funeral music, I wonder if there's enough out there. Like, I don't want to just play the, you know, the the funeral march 14 times on the, um, on the podcast. But I wonder if, like, there's enough music that we could find that, like, plays during scenes of funerals or, you know, like pyres and bonfires being lit and games like Assassin's Creed or God of War or whatever. Like, I wonder if we could find enough stuff to actually put it together an episode based on that theme. I'm going to try. Do it. That'd be a good October episode. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I think I'm going to I'm going to schedule that in because I really like that idea. It's kind of cool. Um, I actually also really like how we have quite a bit of slower music on the, the fifth year anniversary celebration today. Which I, I guess doesn't really feel much like a celebration, but when you think about it, we really do love our emotional music here on the show and, and slower stuff. So it's very fitting for what we've done over the last five years. Yeah, I mean, we could have just picked all Falcom, and I probably would have loved this episode even more. But uh, yeah, but yeah, but, but Fal- from, from, Falcom February you used to call it. But yeah, but my last pick on that block, I've told Brian this a thousand times. I want it to at my funeral. Yeah. So speaking of funeral music, right? <laughs> You know, when you when, when I'm you know laying my funeral pyre and you set me up the rest of Sovngarde, I want to hear Maluka singing "The Dragonborn Comes." Yeah, "The Dragonborn Comes" from Skyrim, the other eleven eleven game you have on the on the block here, eleven eleven eleven, as it was so famously touted in the marketing. Um, speaking of ele- speaking of eleven, watch Stranger Things season four already, Brian. Come on, you're killing me. I haven't even watched like season two, three, or three yet either. I'm only like halfway through season one, and that was a long time ago. Brian, I'm going to cut you off on video games. You have a new mission. I don't have Netflix. Okay, then I forgive you. I don't even think you have Netflix. You might. I, I have ways, Brian. You don't have ways. Yeah, true, true. Actually, I think you share somebody else's Netflix, from what I remember. Of course I do. I yeah, have ways. From, yeah, from what I remember, you share someone else's, which is why I don't have access to Netflix, because I only have access to your streaming services. And then and then the two that I pay for, right? Um, Apple TV Plus and... Are great. Yeah, um, which you use of mine, because I use yours. So I did start watching that dinosaur 
show you were telling me about, Prehistoric Worlds or whatever it's called. I did start that. I'm on like episode four, I think, of that. It's really good. It's really cool. His, his voice is so soothing. And his brother. Dude, it's so good. And his brother was the the, the keeper, uh, the, the, the guy who opened up Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, okay. Fitting. Uh, Rich, Very fitting. That's David Attenborough. His brother's Richard Attenborough. Speaking of the new Jurassic Park, I thought it kind of sucked. Did you? I, I was not impressed. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I will, though. I will, though. I'll wait until it comes out. But, but, but it's dinosaurs fighting at a certain time, so there's always there's something for everyone. Yeah, of course, of course. So, again, this is like the third time we're playing this particular track on the podcast. We did play the original probably back on our Skyrim episode or on a radio hour or something. I don't think we had a Skyrim episode. I don't know why I said that. But I think we did play this on the radio I, I think hour we, at some I, point. Do we have a, a composer spotlight on him, maybe? Maybe, but I don't remember. I know we played the original at some point in the past. I and picked then... from Skyrim all the time, so it's it, it was definitely me who picked it some, somewhere back Absolutely. then. No, absolutely. And then during one of our YouTube cover episodes, because we've done two different YouTube cover episodes, you did pick the original cover that Maluka did way back in the day. And then this version here is the remastered version of her cover that was released three years ago. So really cool. And I really love her voice, as we always talk about. Like, it, she's she's so talented, and I could just listen to it all the time. It's really, really good. We need to get her on the voice, if, if there's a voice for singing beautiful... Well, she does her own stuff now. We were talking about that a little bit, but... Yeah, she, I, I see she's like live concerts on. I, I subscribe to her. She does live concerts on YouTube all the time. I'm just never around for them. And she also... There was a... Um... There was a track that Bedroth brought a month or two ago to one of our episodes. I think it might have been the Cinco de Mayo celebration episode that we did. But Maluka basically did like the music and the compositions and like a lot of the stuff for that particular game. So she's out there like composing stuff too. That's awesome. Yeah, Get it, girl. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I'm glad, you know what, this, this is fitting for your block. This block, outside of it, missing portal, right? Like, I was going to say, this, I was gonna say, this block is a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. Huge success. No, I was going to say, not necessarily a triumph, but it's It's, it's hard very, to overstate my satisfaction, Ryan. It's very... Aperture science. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Brad. Let me stop. Fitting. <laughs> it's very fitting for your your time on the show and what you like about video game music and what you used to bring to the show. Um, I, if, if it was basically me characterizing you, I would have replaced turban jazz with a portal track. And then this would have been just, you know, Frank, maybe a Rugrats track. Oh my gosh. That would have been great. No, but I had to get the very first one I ever picked. I just, yeah, it's fitting. Yes. Next, next time I'm on, it's all, it's all Rugrats songs. No. We can't. I can't allow that. You've played too many Rugrats tracks, and I haven't even got anything from Nickelodeon All Star Battle Super Pro. Where the hell it's called? <laughs> Do you that own game that? sucks. Uh, yes, I own that on the PC and the PS5 because it was one of the free games. I know Kyle has it on PC. I think I gave him a, a key to it back in the day. You gave me a key to it. As oh, did well. I give you a key to it as well? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I didn't give Kyle a key. Maybe I gave you the key, and Kyle actually bought it for himself. That might be what happened then. So Kyle actually bought it, and then I gave you the key. That's what happened. Okay. And that poor okay. bastard. That poor bastard wasted his money. 
Okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense now. Back when we used to get keys from publishers. Which, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe we'll start getting that again here in the future. I do have some ambitions to hopefully bring the website back to not necessarily its former glory. It's but... THQ Nordic's ass, man. Come on. Huh? You gotta start kissing the ass of THQ Nordic because I need some of their games. Oh, you, you I, I thought you meant like you wanted them to buy me next or something like oh, that. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're always out there looking for looking for people to scoop up and add underneath the banner. So maybe that'll happen one day. Maybe. Who knows? I guess it could. It's always a possibility. Maybe, with maybe RPG Nordic. Hour could become the next Xbox Studio. Ooh. You know what? I'm not going to give anything away, but maybe that could happen. That'd be pretty cool. Bum, bum, bum. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Um. All right, man. Well, we're getting closer and closer to the end of this five-year anniversary celebration episode. Looking back on all of these past 242 episodes that we've done of BG Mania and just talking about some good times, talking about music that we've played, uh, not often, but before on the podcast. And our last block is actually my block before we get to the closeout pick, which again was submitted by Bedroth. And in this particular block, I have three tracks that I really adore. Two that three I Three tracks love, that I so love. Much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my, my second and third track, I really do like, but my first track is on here specifically because, um, Jessica, right? Like Jessica and I are no longer together, but right. I know. But, um, this was her absolute favorite piece of music from Persona 4 and probably video games. And she was a really big part of what this podcast was back in the day. And, um, even though we're no longer together, I still wanted to have some sort of representation of that on this five-year anniversary celebration. So I put this particular track in my block specifically for her and to kind of, you know, just bring that all full circle. Because, again, she was on, like, every radio hour there for a while, right? She always had a, a submission and recorded a little bit. And then after you had left for a while, she was doing the podcast with me there. So, um I would have I wouldn't have felt right not having something from that representation as well. So let's go ahead and start this next block with your affection from Persona 4. This actually released on July. Nope, that's the Japanese date. This actually released on December 9th, 2008, and it was composed someone that we talked about during our Masters of VGM episode a few weeks ago, our Mount Rushmore of Composers, composed by Shoji Magaro. Dream of 
Next up, let's go ahead and take a listen to The Morning Fog's Wave from Shenmue 2, released October 28, 2002, composed by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi, Takeshi Yanagawa, Osamu Maruta, and Ryuji Ayuchi.
last up in this block, we're going to take a listen to Xanarkand from Final Fantasy X, released December 17th, 2001, composed by Nobuo Uematsu and performed by Distant Worlds.
coming back in, we are talking about your affection from Persona 4, which I obviously have a super soft spot for. I never did play the uh, the PlayStation 2 version of Persona 4, but I did play the Vita version, Persona 4 Golden, when I got my Vita on Christmas back in 2013. And I just remember, dude, I, I played this game over 100 hours, right? The Persona games always are. I just remember sinking so much time, like, laying in bed at night, like, getting ready to fall asleep, and then I would start playing this, and I'd end up playing it for, like, three or four hours, and, you know, it's the middle of the night by that point, but I just couldn't put this down, man. And obviously a big reason for that is how strong the gameplay is and the story, but another big reason is the soundtrack. There's a big reason that we've played so much music from the Persona series before on BG Mania. I love it so much. And this actually is probably one of the better tracks from Persona 4. I will say that. Even though I never hear her actually pronounce the A in affection, I always hear is your affection. Your affection. <laughs> Oh man, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Shoji Magero made the you know Mount Rushmore list of composers for that Masters of VGM. I'm actually looking now because I can't remember if I was the only one that brought him. No, somebody else did give him a nod as well, so he ended up with uh, ended up with two votes for the the Masters of VGM list. Bedroth has like a a massive running list on mastersofvgm.com, so I had to check that real quick. Right now, uh, Yoko Shimomura is currently leading with seven seven recommendations from all she the various podcasts mountain. that participated. She should just have her own mountain for Yoko Shimomura's on there instead of instead of exactly. four different people, just d- different variations of her. The Kingdom Hearts Yoko Shimomura, the Mario and Luigi Yoko Shimomura. <laughs> The Street Fighter Yoko Shimomura. That's what I'm saying. You just have her in various little outfits. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. To keep an eye out for our Kickstarter. <laughs> the Yoko Shimomura Mount Rushmore. Yep. The, uh, well, I don't know what we could actually call it, but, um, yeah, maybe one day. You know, shoot high, right? Go for the stars. The James Webb Space Telescope is out there taking pictures of the universe as it was, like, you know, five, six billion years ago, four and a half billion years ago, some crazy crap like that. Man, it's insane. Which is crazy because the Earth is only, what, like 5,000 years old? Uh, so they say. And, right? and flat. So, see, I was going to say it's also flat, according to the conspiracy <laughs> theorists. The young Earth theory that uh, I, I don't it's, buy into. What, what, what they I don't want to tell you is it's that, also hollow. Yeah, because the like crappy people are down there. Dinosaurs and crap people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. I conversations. They just go all over the place. <laughs> they always have. They always have. They get me distracted sometimes too, like forget what we're talking about. Um the middle track there that I brought is one that I've played so many times on the podcast in the past. Like but I can time never you played get enough it. Of it. Roughly, probably. I wouldn't be shocked. We're talking about the Morning Fog's Wave from Shenmue 2, a series that, you know, will always, always, always have a, a special place in my heart in terms of video games. I will never not love Shenmue, and I will never stop wanting to see the Shenmue story conclude. Even though, um, you know, Shenmue 3 came out and, and it concluded some things, but it still wasn't over. Like, there still wasn't an actual conclusion to that story at the end of Shenmue 3. So I am hopeful that Yu Suzuki and whoever he gets to, you know, work with on a potential next game will will get to see his story conclude for this series. Because 
it, you know, it's, it's, it's so special. It really is. It's such a special series. And this particular track, man, I know I've talked about this so many times, and I don't really have anything new to say about it because we have played it so much on the podcast, but it's just so gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. And we, I know we didn't play this in the Emotions of Sadness episode, but I cry every single time I listen to this song, dude. It just makes me so emotional. Yeah, I, I, I think I've heard this one about 90 times because it's like your favorite song of all time. For a game that really kind of sucks. No one likes it. You, you, watch, your, you watch your tongue. <laughs> you cur. You want to see who's going to be the next cannon fodder? It's you. Oh, please. I, I wish I could die this Tuesday. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Had to get Cold it in backs. there somewhere. Had to get it in there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the last song that you picked there. Um, actually, kind of sad you didn't play the other version of it. I want to listen to it before I go to bed now. Yeah, Xanderkin from Final Fantasy X. This was the Distant Worlds version of Xanderkind. It was actually so something, on something there. I'm jealous that you got to go to and I didn't. Yes, Justin and I actually went um, to the Distant Worlds concert. We went twice actually. So it was me, Justin, his ex-wife, and obviously Jessica. We went to um, oh. <laughs> we went to uh, the New World. Uh, it's actually called a New World, but the New World concert for Final Fantasy, which is a more intimate, smaller setting. Right? There's only like one trumpet up there and one everything. Right? It's a right, it's much smaller. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It's much more intimate. <laughs> Man, I don't think I would want, thinking back to like my high school band, I wouldn't want any of the French horn players to sit in my lap. Oh, think of those hideous shuds in the band. <laughs> I was in band. I played trombone for a bit. But... I, was a, I was a baritone horn. Um... Yeah, yeah, see, exactly. We were, we were right there. But um, Distant Worlds, however, is, you know, a, a full orchestra and just absolutely mind-blowing to go to. So we went to a new world in Cleveland and then Distant Worlds was in Pittsburgh. So I think Distant Worlds was way better, way more fun, right? And and much more special. But this particular version of Xanokin comes off the Distant Worlds 2 album from that concert. I guess not that particular one that I was at, but this just actual series that they do. And I do like the original, right? Composed by Nobuo Uematsu. But something about this track and the way that it's extended and the way that they've added stuff to it and just how beautiful it really is. I really like this version, dude. It's right up there with the original for me. It's kind of hard to mess up a Final Fantasy song. These songs are all freaking great. You even reminded me that I played a version of this track on one of our YouTube cover episodes with the handbells. That's another version I love as well. Like that, it was it was so good and so unique. Something I wasn't expecting, right? When I found that and played it on the episode, it was it was so cool to see and so cool to hear. But you, you play that track for a bunch of Pavlov dogs, and they're just going to drool all over the floor, though. <laughs> see, I hit you with the science. You do, you do. We talked about the James Webb Space Telescope, and now we're talking about more science, man. What's going on? Opera conditioning. Come on now. This is unusual. I know crazy stuff man it's crazy not having on more often i know i don't know what's going on (laughs) it's like you're you're getting smarter as time goes on that can't happen how dare you read books and things how dare you actually better yourself (laughs) become smarter i have to i I, I have to gain intelligence because i've been playing my dad in jeopardy a lot and i can't let i can't let him become the smartest person in the house well it's always better to gain intelligence as opposed to gaining weight 
Gosh, I'm getting both. Um, I, I had to get some sort of weight comment in there. I didn't call you a fan Brian, or anything. Brian, Brian, Brian. This is an audio podcast. Exactly. I had to do something, right? We had to had to get that call back in there too somewhere. <laughs> I'm so glad. So glad that you were able to sit down and do this entire episode. Because originally, uh, you and I were just going to sit down and talk about your block right we were going to sit down for maybe 10 or 15 minutes share some quick stories and, and talk about your block but i invited you since you had some time um you caught me on the you caught me on the rare I occasion caught you on the frank right had, day yeah I, right day time. right time everything lined up you had the house to yourself everything was quiet on your end nothing crazy going on over there and i asked <laughs> i was like dude if you want we can just do the whole episode because i'm going to be doing it solo and you're like hell yeah man let's do it so i really appreciate you actually joining me for this i think it was a lot of fun and i think a lot of our listeners that are still around like martin right martin's still listening over my there. boy martin yeah martin's still listening a lot of our listeners that we've had since the early days are still around checking this podcast out as the new uploads drop i think they're going to appreciate hearing you and i think it's going to be a lot of fun for them having you back on the show for this week so i'm glad you're able to do it big shout outs to everybody uh especially little dan i miss you buddy big shout out to little dan i see what you did there yes Yeah, unfortunately, we don't hear Frank that much anymore. You're not really, uh, not really involved in the podcast too much. Uh, you were doing your own show there for a bit that I think we used to promote on BG Mania because you were doing it kind of around the same time. Yeah, um, and then I went ahead and got a job and lost all my yeah, time. You stopped, you, <laughs> you stopped driving a food truck around and actually started working again. Crazy, right? Hey, we all got to do it sometimes. I'm working a regular nine to five too, or eight to five technically. I'm, I'm doing it the exact same just, thing because just until, just I until can't I survive. <laughs> Just until I figure out how to get people to pay me for my good looks. You think they ever would? I mean, maybe they could do it to OnlyFans. Who knows? They do OnlyFans? People pay me to put more clothes on? No, they pay. I mean, do they have like, uh, I, I can't think of something clever to turn OnlyFans. Like, obviously, we call it Only Dan's when we're talking about Dan. I can't think of something like clever. Only. Only pans. Nope, that's not funny. You say you could be wearing like pots and pans instead of. Um, Really, what it all boils down to is, please send me your money. <laughs> okay. Well, I do think uh, I think this has been fun, and it's been it's been a joy being back. Yeah, I'm glad you were here. Like I said earlier, and I'm really I'm never I'm, I'm really I'm never gone. I listen. Yeah, you listen. You listen each week as the episodes drop, and obviously you're still around in Discord. If anyone wants to jump into the Discord server, um, make sure you do that. Frank is still somewhat active in there, not not as much as he used to be, but somewhat I'm, active. I'm there. I'm there once in a while. I'm, I also yeah. lurk. Yeah, you're a you're a big lurker for sure. Um, a big lurker or a big lunk, you know, it's all those things. Yeah, exactly. You know, it all goes hand in hand. It all goes hand in hand. But keep an ear out, right? Because it's an audio podcast about music. Keep an ear out for episode 250, which will be dropping near the end of August. That'll be a fun episode that I'm kind of planning out and hoping it will uh, it will be as fun as I think it will be. Probably not, but that's, you know, is what it is. And uh, yeah, like Bedroth mentioned last week on the show for the acoustic episode version, we do have something really fun coming up next week that was his idea after our movies based on, no, sorry, games based on movie adaptations. We have something somewhat similar coming next week for the show, so make sure you guys tune in for that. 
but I haven't had to ask you this question in so long, Frank. I'm sad to have to do it now. Wait, no, I can't ask you yet because we have a closeout track to talk about, which is, I'm glad I didn't ask you the question yet. I don't have to edit out me asking you the question, (laughs) but uh, we do have to talk briefly here about Bedroth's final submission for the fifth year anniversary celebration episode, which I'm glad that we're getting some back-to-back Last of Us, right? We played a track from Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2 last week on the Acoustic Vibes episode, and Bedroth is hitting us here as we get ready to close out with another cover track from The Last of Us Part 2, the starring Ellie and Joel singing, obviously Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, speaking of Troy earlier when you got him for the 150th episode. We're going to take a listen to their fan of the show. Yeah, fan of the show. I'm sure he listens now, right? He knows who we are. Probably not. But um, we're going to be talking about Wayfaring Stranger, which Bedroth just said last week on the show is one of his more favorite pieces of music out there. Uh, How can you mess up a Johnny Cash song? You said it was on a commercial too, right? It's, I'm pretty sure it's on a commercial. I could be crazy. Who knows? I skip commercials. Um, I mean, you're I feel pretty like crazy. Been, I think we all know that. No, no denying it. Um, but yeah, I, I've been hearing the song a lot more lately. And I don't know why. That has, that's why I'm figuring out how to be a commercial. Most likely. And I love that, you know, we get to hear the, the contrast in their voices here as they sing this track together. Oh, yeah. He's Obviously, so rough in this one. Oh, my God. When Troy kicks in and starts singing as Joel, it is... Obviously, Ashley Johnson does a really good and emotional job as, as Ellie here, but um, Troy just brings it to another level when he comes into this track later on, and it's so haunting. It gives me goosebumps every time he starts singing. It's just, it's such a great piece of music. It's about four minutes, yeah, roughly four and a half minutes long. Make sure you guys stick around and listen to this whole thing, if, especially if you've never heard this before, which... If you listen to the show, you should have. We have played this track before on the podcast. I believe this was in a another radio hour. A lot of these tracks came from radio hours in the past. I do, I do know that. <laughs> yeah. Those eclectic mixes. But yeah, this is just so well done. Make sure you stick around, listen to the whole thing. But now I'm going to ask you, Frank, because we're getting ready to close out the show unless you have anything else you want to talk about. Ryan, I think we said it all. All right. Well, we do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by RPGera.com. If you like video game music and more importantly, you like us and you want to help grow the show, check that description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of this episode once again, we're going to be taking a listen to Wayfaring Stranger as performed by Ashley Johnson as Ellie and Troy Baker as Joel from The Last of Us Part 2. Pretty sure I already said that. This released on June 19th of 2020. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. Just a poor wayfaring stranger traveling through this world of woe. There is no sickness, no toil, nor danger in that bright land. I go I'm 
Just a goal. 